All of life, how's it going? It's JJ again. Just wanted to give you guys a word of encouragement as we uh, find ourselves smack dab in the middle of this COVID situation. And many of us are uh, wrestling with boredom or uncertainty or loss of job. There's just a lot going on. There's a lot going on. A question that has come to my mind and and that we've kind of been discussing is, is what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do during this time? For many of us, it feels like we're not supposed to do anything, right? We're supposed to sit at home and stay away from others, and and that and 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 in that sense is is doing our part. But what are we supposed to do as Christians? How are we supposed to think? You know, it's been interesting. I've I've looked in the media for even just glimmers of hope, right? Anybody who thinks that maybe there's a glimmer of hope. And, and most say that this thing is going to get worse before it gets better. And it's began to have a real impact on my heart. It's began to have a real impact on my heart as I have uh, almost been a little bit uh, depressed about just all the despair. And I'm not sure if all that's true. Maybe the situation regarding COVID-19 will get worse before it gets better. But one thing that I do know that we as Christians can do right now and think right now and tell our hearts right now is that we have a huge reason to be hopeful. A huge reason to be hopeful. How are we supposed to be hopeful? If you would, turn with me to your Bibles to Romans chapter 8. It's in your New Testament. This is another letter written by Paul. And Romans 8 is considered by many um, to be one of the most powerful, amazing chapters in all the Bible. It's one of my favorite chapters. I want to start in Romans 8, verse 18. Paul says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. So why do we have reason to hope? Right now, in 2020, with all this craziness going on, because we know that the sufferings of this present time, whatever that might look like for you, whether that is loss of job, anxiety, worry, they're not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Not even worth comparing. The glory that we have in Jesus Christ far outweighs any of this mess. Paul continues in verse 19, For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. Verse 22, For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. Man, isn't that true? If I could use a a phrase just to describe the world right now, it would be creation is groaning. Man, we, we see that this is not what it's meant to be, right? We see creation groaning, and he continues in verse 23, and not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly, as we await, as we wait eagerly for adoptions as sons, the redemption of our bodies. Here it is, church. For in this hope we were saved. For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. We have so much to be hopeful for. 
Paul in Philippians says, to live as Christ and to die as gain, right? Whether we're here in the body doing the work of Jesus, we can be hopeful, and how much more uh, glorious will it be to see him face to face? So let's be a people whose anthem during this time is an anthem of hope. I think that's so countercultural to what we see really everywhere. Let's be hopeful. And, and again, that doesn't mean that, that this situation might not get bad, but, but we are thinking in, in eternity and through, through the eyes of God saying, hey, in Jesus, you have a reason for hope. I know this sucks right now, but we have a reason to hope. I know you might have lost your job right now, but we have a reason to be hopeful. And here's the good news. Skip down to verse 31. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justified. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword or COVID-19 or you losing your job or sickness? None of it. As it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. Verse 37. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure, Paul says, that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Jesus promised in the Great Commission that he's with us always, even to the end of the age. He's with us. Whatever pain you're going through right now, whatever anxiety you're going through right now, whatever you're going through, he's, he's right there with you. We don't have a God who's far off, who who hasn't felt the pain that, that we experience. We have a God who's been through it. He lived as a human and experienced uh, what pain was. And he took all of God's wrath on the cross for you and I. And for those reasons, we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. So again, let's not be naive or... or um, ignorant to the fact that this thing is really hurting people and people are really dying from this but god is greater god is greater and we have a reason to hope so again to answer my question what should we do and how should we think let's let hope saturate whatever it is that we're doing and whatever it is that we're thinking let's be a people for who are hopeful that God's on the throne. We know that. We've seen throughout history, we've seen throughout scripture that he's in control. Again, church, nothing can separate you from the love of God if you're, if you're uh, in Christ Jesus. Hope that gives you some encouragement today. Love you.